Hello, everyone, and happy Monday. Happy Day of the Dead, because today is the Day of the Dead, and tomorrow is All Saints Day. So happy Monday, wishing you light and love for this whole week. You know, we always like to start off our Mondays. We're wishing everyone light and love, peace and harmony, and all those good things. Today's show, it's, it's basically about relationships. It's like when you're in a relationship with people, like how do you how do you function when your relationships don't function? I don't understand these things. I don't think that is healthy for a human being to be in a relationship with someone when when it, it's just not working. You know, when you when you have to call your wife, girlfriend, uh, fiance out of her name, meaning calling her a bitch and a hoe and all these things because you're upset, that speaks volumes of the character of your male character, especially if you have daughters. Because nine out of 10, whatever you call your wife, girlfriend, fiance, friend, partner, whatever, 90% of the time, your daughters are going to end up suffering the same fate. So you need to think about that. Now, I'm not just going to beat up on the men. I'm going to beat up on the women, too, because there are a lot of women who do shit. And then you act like you don't do shit. You say things to contradict yourself, but then you say you don't. You create conflict because you create a hostile environment so that the man could argue with you because maybe you're a baby daddy that came before your man treated you like shit and you got used to being treated that way. Hold on one second. Let me get my coffee. Okay, I got my coffee, so, and yes, it's fresh brewed. So, anyway, so back to what I was saying. Hi, Kat, how are you? Thank you for being on the show. I, I missed you. Um, now, I know that sometimes you ladies, or you men, some men are mama's boys and they allow their parents or siblings to put stuff in their heads and then they automatically um, start pushing you aside. And in some instances, there are women who's either sisters or mothers or fathers or whatever put things in their head to create chaos. What I've learned as I've gotten older is that when people are truly happy, people don't like to see other people happy. People always want to create a want to create a chaos. When you are when like let's say you have a business, you think that everyone that knows you is going to be grateful and it's going to be it's they're going to be grateful because of the fact that you kept them in the loop and and you know you you always you know you followed your dreams and you gave a good example to your children but 
it doesn't work that way. There's always that jealousy that, that um, you know, you took my idea and you did this and you did that. I mean, come on. I had internet stores and I had my, my spiritual stores. And I always found that I never copied off of anybody's stuff. Hey, Sadia and Frankie. Hello, my loved ones. My nephew, Frank, is on the phone, which I love, Frank. Um, so anyway, you figure that people will want to celebrate you, and sometimes even family. But what I've realized and what I've noticed is when you sit back and you analyze people, you're in the outside looking in, people don't want to see you succeed. People want to see you fall because when you fall, they want to enable you so that you can become a codependent to them. I know because I lived there. You know, I lived on uh, Codependent Avenue for a long time and I couldn't get myself out of it. But when I finally left New Jersey, I realized that I was so angry and I was bitter and I was upset. But a lot of this stuff came from me. A lot of this stuff came from gossip and rumors of other people towards other people. So my relationships with people severed because what I do is I run away, not run away from people because I'm a mean bitch. So I confront everybody, but I run away. Like if I know that you're talking shit about me, I'd rather not talk to you. Why am I going to argue with you or fight you? I'm just going to walk away because I don't need that drama. Now, there's a lot of people that I walked away from that I needed to walk away from because they were just toxic. And although although the only time they were kind to me was when I gave them things, I gave them of my time, of my spirituality or free readings or, or created fresh, you know, baths for them, you know, and, and even made things for them. I, or, or even use my connections to get them something. Then they were my friends. Then they loved me and, you know, I was, I was this and I was that. But I can literally tell you that, you know, I can count the amount of people who truly have been there for me. And even if I don't speak to those, those people, some of those people, doesn't mean that I forget what they've done. No. I can't forget the kindness of strangers, you know, but I do know that on my journey, I have to cut that cord. So going back to what I was saying, I don't understand how couples do it, how couples are involved and how they, they fight with their partners and they, they make it seem like they're obligated to help you. You know, like, you know, there are some men that are really good men and um, they meet a girl and, you know, the girl's complicated and she's filled with her own dramas and stuff. Thank you, honey. I saw in the, in the, uh, I saw in the magazine, I saw your stuff too. It's amazing stuff. I'm very proud of you. Keep up the good work. Kathy, um, Jeremy's song, uh, well, with the starts with the J, uh, Jemison. She is a designer, guys. That's the one I was telling you about. That she had followed her dream and she kept at it no matter what. And now she's designing clothes, and her name is being spread out there, which is very good. And I'm very proud of her because 
You know what? She was up one of those people that did not allow people to get her down. Now, okay, back to what we were saying. Now, there are good men. Women say, oh, I want a good man. I want a good man. I want a good man. But you know what? Some of you ladies, when you want a good man, you say you want a good man, you don't know how to treat your man. If you're a man, if you get a man and you got three children, four children, and your man is willing to, to watch your children, to feed your children, to take care of your children while you do stupid shit, on top of him being a fool, he's a great man. But if you can't recognize that, then you shouldn't be with him and he shouldn't be with you. And you men out there, some of you are kind of like idiots because you like for women to abuse you. When women treat you like shit, you like that. I don't know why. I don't like to be treated like shit. But yet, I can treat you like crap. And I have no problem. But I don't like to be treated like crap, especially if I have feelings for you. I don't like that. And I don't appreciate that. And I don't, I don't believe that it is right. Now, there are women out there that have daddy issues that either their father treated them like princesses or their fathers treated them like hoes. Women who, who were treated like princesses usually look for fathers that they look for boyfriends that are like their dads, you know, that they're kind and stuff like that. And they don't always find it. You know, a lot of them end up with losers. And my advice to women is, you know, always pick someone that's at your status. Always be with someone who is, who's, who's as well as you. Don't be with people that have less than you because it's going to be more of a struggle for you to be with someone who has less than you. And he, and he or she is always going to say, well, I, I, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But you know what? Saying I'm doing it don't make it so. It really don't. You can try, but if you're letting the, the energy of the, of the people you're with, if you're letting that energy suck you in and you have no trust in that person you're with, then why are you with them? You can easily walk away. You can easily walk away. And people automatically, like I, I said once before, I, I know I said this in the show, you know, people put their children as, oh, well, you know, this is the daddy of my baby or I'm the mother or whatever. Children need both parents. And if you can be cordial with each other and you can raise your children um, and make them as comfortable as you can, then it's beautiful. But if you're going to be against your ex and your ex is going to be talking shit about you, then you're never gonna you're never gonna achieve anything, and your children are gonna grow up miserable because you're miserable. Children pick up more than you think. Adults, you know, adolescent children, teenage children, babies, babies see everything. One year old, two year old, they see everything. The minute they start walking and they start getting curious, they see everything. They watch everything. They observe you. They know when you're happy, when you're not happy, when you're fighting, they, they know it. So the thing is, why? Why put a child through some type of drama because you and your lady or you and your man can't control your mouth? And if you have to, if you have to doubt your woman's fidelity, then why are you with her? 
Why? And women, if you doubt your man's fertility, why are you with him? There's plenty of men out there. You know? I mean, it was a ratio where I think women, it got to the point where women were like seven. It was like seven women to one man. I doubt that it's seven women to one man after COVID. So many people have died. So I don't think there's seven women for one man. I think that it's about almost as even. And if it's not, it will get there eventually. Because that's what population control does. Even though people may say conspiracy theory, it's not a conspiracy theory. It's reality. And we have to face the reality that we see. Now, again, you are not obligated to be with anyone. People get that very confused. When you're with someone that you love, love is not supposed to hurt. Love, love is not supposed to be boastful. Love is not supposed to be arrogant. It's not supposed to be filled with lies. You know, people think that people think that it is easy to lie, and it really is not. I mean, I'm not saying that I don't, I haven't lied, but when it comes to people that I care about, I don't lie. I don't. One thing about me is I I can't lie because the lie hurts me that I'm lying. And eventually in a day, I, I would have to say, listen, I lied to you and I didn't, but I didn't mean it. This is why I lied to you. So at the end of the day, when anything that's, that, that has begun through lies will never stand at the test of time because lies do not keep people together. You have to always remember one thing I always say is state the facts and tell the truth. When there's something wrong and you feel that there's something wrong with your partner, and we've talked about this, about communication, you sit down and you tell your partner, the, you tell them the facts, okay? The facts are this, 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 and this. The truth is I'm feeling this way this way, this way. And I think it'd be best if we both separate it. Maybe not for your peace of mind, but my peace of mind. So you have to know what it is that your mind, your body and soul needs. Your mind, your body and soul does not need sleepless nights. It does not need you jumping up at the end at night, you know, jumping up out of bed, um, not knowing why you jumped out of bed. Well, that's nervousness and that's anxiety from you allowing so many things to build up. If you don't feel that things are going right wherever you are, then find somewhere else to go. Like I said, there are no permanent and there are no temporary. We have two choices, either we die or we live. If you wanna die, you know that I, I, I say it and I will always say it, I am an advocate for suicide. You wanna kill yourself? God gave you choice. He gave you your body. He gave you your mind. He gave you your ideas. The church make it makes it like killing yourself is a sin. But how many, how many uh, people did not kill themselves for things that they believed in? How many, how many religions? How many Muslims? How many Jews? How many people have killed themselves in the name of their God? 
So you kill yourself in the name of your God, and that's not sinful. But if you decide to take your life because no one can understand you or you feel like you're alone, then automatically you're a sinner. That doesn't make any goddamn sense to me. But like I said, it doesn't matter what I think. I'm just telling you, I am an advocate for suicide. And I don't like, I don't like people who cry wolf. My thing, and I've always said it, is if you are miserable and you're tired and you think that nobody understands you and you don't call me and tell me you're going to kill yourself. If you're going to do it, just do it. I'll read about it in the papers or someone will tell me about it. Don't do it if you're not going to do it. Don't be a pussy and take pills and just think, oh, my life. I'm Nine out of 10 with pills, you're not going to die. Okay, so alcohol, neither unless you poison yourself and even then you'll probably go into a coma and then you, with your luck, you'll wake up because God will play this cruel joke on you because he's a jokester and he will bring you back to life just to fuck with you. Excuse my language. So at the end of the day, you have to think about what you're doing. You think that being in a toxic relationship is not killing you? Being in a toxic relationship is killing you slowly. It's killing you every single day that you argue, it's killing you a little bit. Every single time that you don't see eye to eye, it's killing you. Every time you argue about who's going to change the baby's pamper or who's going to go to the store and buy milk, all it does is create more chaos. And as the chaos is being created, <clears throat> a lot of that negative vibration is building up and it's staying in your house and it's creating chaos. If you have other children that are older than seven, it's creating chaos in their heads and therefore they either become bullies or they just start not behaving and not talking to you the right way. That's sad. Why? Because come on, these are your children. You raised them, you created them. What do you create them for? To be worse than you? Because nine out of 10, when you're a bad parent or you give your children too much leeway, it's because you probably never had someone to really truly love you and show you what it is to be a mother or show you what it is to be a great daughter. Or if you have sisters, you probably have some devil sisters that all they want to do is cause chaos in your relationship and always create some type of thing to, to make things look as if the person you're with is wrong. There are many scenarios that are used, not just for men, even for women, you know, and women can be very cruel, especially if they want your man. They can be very cruel. They can take you out and they're your friend and all of a sudden they'll call your man and they, they record, you know, you in a strip club with men and all of a sudden they record it and then they pass it on to your husband or your boyfriend or your lover. And they say, you know, your girl's a hoe, whatever. No, she wasn't a hoe. She was doing exactly what you do when you go to strip clubs. She was there and she wasn't touching the candy, but she was looking at the candy and she was stuffing dollar bills at the candy, but she wasn't taking the candy home. She was having a good time, which is one thing a lot of men don't understand. You know, although, Society has made it for women to believe that, or men to believe that the men's laws are different than women. You're wrong. If you cheat, you cheat. 
if a woman takes you back and you cheat again, and then she takes you back again, you're an idiot. There's no other word, but you're an idiot. Um, if you have family and relationship, young relationships, they break up, they get back together, they get break up, they get back together, they get break up, they get back together. But if you have children and you love your children, then you're able, you will be able to sit down together and come to the conclusion. And either you stay together or you don't. I don't find that to be foolish. I don't find that to be ignorant. I don't find that to be childish. What I do find childish is if you break up with a girl today and then you go back with her tomorrow and you break up with her today and then you go back to her the next day and you talk all this shit about her and she's a bitch and she's a whore and she's this. And then all of a sudden you're kissing her ass again. That speaks volumes of your character. That speaks volumes of the type of person you are, both male and female. Because if you're going to talk about the person that you were with and you're going to talk about those people with negative connotations, then why in hell do you go back? You know, if you're saying, well, she's cheating on me, then that makes you a cabron. And if she says he's cheating on me and yet you keep taking him back, that makes you a cabrona. So at the end of the day, it's not an easy thing unless you're both going to sit down and you're going to basically talk to each other. I don't mean talk bad about each other or talk bad because, see, when you talk bad about your partners, and I've had many people talk bad about me, and even friends, at the end of the day, you're talking, you're preaching to the choir. Talk all the shit you want. At the end of the day, if you honestly believe that I care I really don't care. Maybe I'll get hurt because I'm like, damn, I thought you were my friend and you wouldn't talk about me. But then you talk about me, that creates a problem. If I have slept with you, um, you best believe, you best believe I'm going to hold on to so many secrets because I'm a very good listener. I'm going to hold on to secrets that spirit tells me and secrets that I know, and I'm going to hold on to them to, you know, to... I don't know, Armageddon. And as long as you don't talk crap about me, you don't have to ever worry about me talking about you. But the moment you start talking crap about me, you better believe I'm going to start talking about you. But I'm going to be stating the facts and I'm going to be telling the truth. I'm not going to make up anything. What I don't talk about, I know it's TMI, but what I don't talk about is men's you know, my, my, my ex-partner's um, genitals or, or how good they were in, in bed or I don't do that. Um, you know, unfortunately, you know, not being gay, unfortunately, queens are like that. They like to talk about, you know, and measure sizes and like to talk to the world about, oh, well, this guy had a big penis. This guy had a small penis. This one, you know, if you've got friends that you're close to, that's a different story. Because that, that applies to everybody because girls do that. Guys do that too. But at the end of the day, when it comes to relationships, I don't, I'm not a, a size person, so I really don't care. And I won't bash you, you know, even if I had to teach you everything, I, I won't bash you because there's nothing wrong with, with not knowing and not being so sexually active. There's nothing wrong. But... Like I said, if you are kind to me, I will be kind to you. I will hold any secret until the day I die. 
The minute you start talking about things that you either have seen or you know, and 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 you try to discredit me any which way, I'm going to talk. I'm not going to gossip. I'm going to talk to just the right people and give them the information that they need to bring you down. Why? There is no reason to try to bring me down if I've never tried to hurt you in any way. I don't copy anyone. People copy me. I'm an original and I will always be an original. Now, the point I'm trying to make is this. Everyone who thinks they know me, they've known me for years. Anybody who thinks they truly know who I really am, you don't. There are things that have happened to me that I talk about, and there are things that happen to me that I don't talk about that are so embedded in my heart that the moment I open my mouth, it will be so deeply scarring that I will be, I will be really sad and I will be upset with myself for actually opening up. So what I'm getting at is, if you were together with someone, don't ever feel, unless you're married and you have kids and you've been with the person for a long time, but if you meet someone, don't start opening up Pandora's box and talking about your shit without observing them for a while and getting to know them really well. Women, you guys do that. You guys are easy for that. Well, he's my best friend and I have to tell him this and I have to tell him that. No, you don't have to tell him shit. Your past does not determine who you are now. So your past should never really be brought up. What happened in the past should just stay there. There's no reason for you to keep talking about the past and bringing it up for what? You know, did you die? Were you in the coma? You know, did you have this, 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 uh, this enlightenment with God where you saw God and Jesus like that, that crazy man and Jehovah Witness? You know, that you saw God and Jesus at the same time and they spoke to you at the same time. And, you know, if you had an epiphany like that, then, hey, yeah, by all means. But if you haven't had an epiphany, why should one person, one, know all your secrets and all your pains and all your sorrows? Because you don't know how petty they can be. You only know them. You only know either what you knew of them or what's going on in your life now. You don't really know how that person can be. Women and men too. You know, men, some men are very vulnerable and you use love as an arrow to bring forth love and, and, and prosperity and understanding. But love is like a, like a double-edged sword and it's also like a boomerang. It can come and hit you in your damn head and knock you out and make you feel stupid for opening your mouth. Some women, some, you push them, they're going to throw shit in your face. And there's a lot of men who gossip that are worse than women. And men, that is not a cute look for you. That is not a cute look because whatever, when a woman tells you something that's private and a secret and she's confiding in you, well, you know what? You keep it. If you have to throw it in her face, 
one day that you have an argument, then you know what? You're an idiot. And she's an idiot for confiding in you, for making you her best friend. Darlings, darlings, both men and women, if you have best friends, spend time with your best friends. Don't change your routine because you got a man or you got a woman. Men, if you play poker with your friends or you play pool and you do all these things, never stop doing the shit that you do because you think that by being around this person 24 hours a day is going to complete you. If you need someone to complete you or you need something to complete you, go to Burger King, get yourself a Whopper. That will complete you. Yeah. Or go to McDonald's and get a smoothie. That will complete you. Or Carvel and get some ice cream. That will that will complete you. Not one human being can ever complete you. You may think they can, but they can't. Because somehow or another, you're never going to be fulfilled because you're always going to be waiting for the next shoe to drop. And that's why people argue so much. Because people forget. They forget that 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 God has the power to show you he's God, that God wants us all to be happy. He doesn't want us to be miserable. But if you wake up every day and you're like, oh God, I got to go to work and I just hate my job. Well, you know what? If you lose your job, don't cry about it. You bought it out there. You put it out there into the universe and the universe heard you. And you know what? What happened? Instead of being in gratitude, you're not in gratitude. So Therefore, spirit decides you're not in gratitude. Let me take it away from you. And then automatically you're like, oh, my God, I lost my job. And what am I going to do now? Well, you know what? You should have thought about that before you kept spewing out all that negativity. How much you hate your job? The bottom line is, is that God is not a quick fix. I'll be right back. Corey, go to commercial. Hold on a second. We're going to commercial in a minute. Are we done? I guess so. Okay. So as like, like I was saying, listen, we talked about this too. My belief, people get mad at me, even family, because they don't like the fact that I said that I don't understand Jesus. I believe in God. I talk to God directly. It's not that I don't understand. The, the thing that I don't understand or I have a problem with is I know that he was a teacher. 
just like Buddha was a teacher, just like just like uh, Muhammad was a teacher, just like Krishna was a teacher, and so forth and so forth with these uh, demigods. Um, my belief system is just this. Jesus didn't come here to fulfill any type of prophecy that was ours. He came to fulfill, fulfill his prophecy. And I don't believe that his intention was to create, to create something so big that people use it as a tool to destroy other people and have used it for many, many years to destroy vast majority of people. We call ourselves Christians in this country, but the Christians seem to be doing most of the harm. So what kind of Christian are you if you're going to judge if you're gonna talk for God, pretend that you're talking for God, you know, like women having abortions, that's between a woman and God, has nothing to do with man. We have no reason to be getting involved in woman shit, that's women shit. And the people who who feel so strongly about it, if you feel that strong about it, then go to Nicaragua or go to Peru or go to Brazil or go to Africa or go to Cambodia and adopt a child and stop talking shit because there are millions of children that need parents and all people doing is, oh, well, you shouldn't have an abortion. Well, are you going to take care of that child? No, right? So mind your damn business. It's the same thing. People use God as a tool and Jesus as a tool because it's like, well, you know what? I'm a good person and God watches over me and God will protect me. Well, guess what? If you are really a good person, why do you have to say you're a good person? I don't say I'm a good person. When people say, oh my God, you're such a good person. No, I'm not. I'm not a good person. You don't know me enough to say that I'm a good person. You know how I am. You know my character and what you know of me has been noble. But to be a great person, to be a... No, I'm not. I have a lot of issues and that's okay. I don't have a problem with that. I know them all. You know, I have a thousand issues and I can, I can name them all and I have them all in alphabetical order. And I have 21 personalities and you can, at any day, you can choose one and I will bring it down and let that personality speak to you. So getting back to the Joneses, okay, it's 934. Okay, just remember what I said. If you love someone, you work on it. Just don't give so much of yourself. Life is short. And if you've already done that and been down that road, one that more than once, don't do it again. If you haven't learned anything from that lesson, then you are a fool. Okay? And I don't care who is listening that that are there that I care about. The bottom line is I've always said that. You don't ever leave your friends to go to a new person or date or a date. You don't stop being friends with the people you're friends with. You don't stop your old habits with friends because you got somebody else in your life. No, if they can't exist or coexist within your life and you can't coexist into, in their life, then what is the sense? I'm gonna say something really bitchy because this is how I really am. And people that know me personally, they know that I am really like this. When I date someone, which is not often, when I date someone, I don't wanna know their friends. 
I don't care to know their friends. I don't care to know their family members. I don't care to socialize with the people they socialize with. Now you can socialize with mine. I will bring you around my friends, but you're gonna always see me close to my friends. You're never gonna see me apart from my friends. I'm always gonna be in the same table with my friend, hanging out, I'll introduce you. It's up to you to carry a conversation because I'm sorry, you're not Kermit the Frog and I'm not putting my hand up your ass so that you can talk. I'm not doing that. So at the end of the day, when I'm with someone, I'm, I never am a jealous person. I don't look through your wallet. I don't look through your phone. I think that that's an invasion of privacy. And I think that is what makes bad relationships. When you have to spy, when you have to look through people's stuff, that's a no-no. So I don't look through people's wallets. I don't look through people's phone. I don't look at their calls. I don't care if you're going away for the weekend, you don't have to tell me where you're going. Just say, I'm going out and I'll see you on Sunday. I'll see you on Monday and I will be like, okay. But if you're going to come back and you're going to, oh, well, I did this and I did that. Honestly, I really don't give a shit. I don't care what you did. I don't care who you did it with. I really don't. Honestly, I don't. And I tell you this with a straight face because I really don't care. And that's what makes me different than the people that I socialize with because everybody wants that love connection and I just want to be left alone. I don't mind the sex and I wouldn't mind having a relationship, but I I would have to be in a relationship in a big house where there are plenty of rooms so that I can find, you know, because anybody that knows me knows I like to be alone. So I need that quiet time. And when I see quiet, I mean quiet, like I don't want to hear you. I don't want to sit in the sofa and then you're there with me and you're conversating with me and asking me questions. That's not quiet. That's not, I'll get up and I'll just leave because that to me is not quiet. Everyone needs space. Everyone needs a quiet time. When you're too close, too fast, it creates problems. Learn from your past mistakes. Okay. It's 9.37. I got into the habit of doing this because I think that it's something that that is special. And I think that a lot of people, you know, like to know like i said it doesn't matter if i read you last week you know you can ask whatever questions you want and the bottom line is i'll get to you as fast as i can I, it's three cards and i'm throwing them the, the first three so if there is someone that that wants to know something please feel free to ask the question Okay, going once, going twice, going three times. There is someone that needs to hear this information. Might be more than one person, but there is someone out there that needs to hear this information. So the four of cups is letting you know that you cannot be afraid to take that leap of faith. You have to be open and you have to be confident with yourself and know that you've come this far and you've been through a lot of obstacles, but yet you've made it through by yourself. So because you've been able to make it through as a woman or a man on your own, and I don't mean on your own, like not having a partner. What I'm saying is being alone. Like you, you, you worked it out in your head, you did the work and you've come out on the other side. Then you need to do this, okay? 
there's a lot of anger in the 12 of clubs. There's a lot of anger out there. There's a lot of a lot of anger. There's a lot of sadness. People are seeing too much, too much racism and too much destruction. And it's really causing people headaches and, and causing them sadness because, you know, in, in the years that they've been alive, they've never really encountered that. And then all of a sudden now they're starting to encounter um, situations and people that they were not, you know, they were, they didn't realize that they were really racist. Every now and then they heard a comment, but it was nothing major. And now you're starting to see it. And it's not just affecting adults, it's affecting children as well. And it's affecting children in the school system. So always try to teach your children from right and wrong and let them know that, you know, melon is just melon. And, you know, people are just people and you have to respect people. And I say this for any race. I say it for Hispanics. I say it for whites. I say it for blacks because, you know, sometimes we socialize with a, with a lot of a lot of blacks and a, there's a lot of blacks that don't appreciate us and don't appreciate themselves because if they want to steal other people's identity, um, especially in business, that just speaks volumes of what character they have. And the same thing with Latinos. Latinos do that. They will step on you and they will pin you down and take away your crown because they want to wear your crown. At the end of the day, you have to trust in the process and you have to speak the truth. You have to, we have to confront people and never be afraid to say what you have to say. If you see that they're doing something wrong, it's not about arguing. It's about saying, look, it. you said this. And maybe it might not be that day. You can catch them some other time and say, listen, you said this the other day and I want you to know that I'm aware of it. I didn't appreciate it. I don't think that it was called for and I didn't realize that that's how you felt about things. But now that I do, it's good that I do understand you, but I really choose not to participate around you anymore. Keep it clean. Keep it real. Keep it. Keep yourself focused and you will see how everything will pan out, okay? The Seven of Cups. Well, the Seven of Cups, it tells you that, you know, having rosemary over your door helps to keep things out. Uh, taking spiritual baths, just boiling the, 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 boiling the rosemary and letting it sit until it cools and then using a cup of the rosemary every day Every day you take a shower, just pour it on you. You don't have to, after you wash with soap and water, just pour it on you. It smells lovely. Rosemary smells lovely. And it also, it also is, it's, it brings you good health, but it also brings you luck. So try to keep, you know, either a sprig of rosemary or two sprigs of rosemary over your door. You can actually tie rosemary and cinnamon sticks together and put a red ribbon the, the the rosemary will keep away the negativity and the cinnamon sticks will bring in proper luck and again three cinnamon sticks two sprigs of rosemary put it over your door put it put red string around it tie it nail it up there and keep it there keep it there for a few months once the rosemary dries you go out and buy some new rosemary some new cinnamon stick and do it again okay now, 
I'm shuffling again. So anybody has any question, feel free. Okay. You have a seven of you have two tens that are upside down. And what they mean is the two tens that are upside down, it deals with your intelligence, your smartness. Um, the things that make you become very positive inside of you. But there is like a worm that is around you. Um, you know, uh, metaphorically speaking, there's like a worm that's around you that is like sludge and it's making things, it's making you paranoid, it's making you feel like things are not going right. The devil's busy, remember that. And when people start to think negative, the brain starts to activate itself and it believes that somehow, subconsciously, you're not doing well, so then you're not going to do well. Now, the seven, the seven deals with water and it deals with surrounding with water. You will make it here, but not yet because you're not ready yet. You say that you're ready. You said it many times, but you're not ready yet. When you decide that you truly, truly want to do something for you, not for your children, not for your lady, for you. When you decide that you're ready to do something for yourself, then the opportunity will be the right opportunity. And you will know because spirit will tell you. Question. Does my nephew have a question? <laughs> okay. 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 Now, <clears throat> the first card is the Six of Blades. The Six of Blades, Frankie, is about hypocrisy. It's where the jealousy is born, where the hypocrisy is born, where people see you and they, you know, they see how you dress. They see how you are. They see that you're simple. They see that girls cling on to you and people, people like you. And that bothers them because they, you, you can, maybe you don't have money or maybe you're not, you, you're not working or you're not doing the things that you want to do, or you're not moving where you want to move. But at the end of the day, you have a cushion, you have where to go. You have family. A lot of these people are holes, not just to you, but to their own family. So therefore, the only thing they know is, is a learned behavior. And sometimes what happens with learned behaviors is that when you see somebody that's a shining light, you always want to bring them down because you want to bring them at your level so that they can become at your level. First of all, he's not your friend. So you need to know that. That person is not your friend, okay? And that person has no interest in what you want because he wants what you have. 
And I mean everything. So think about that for a minute. Now in seven, the seven of blades, the seven of blades tells you that you were born blessed and you were, you were born blessed. You are a very spiritual being and you can do so much more with your spirituality. It's just a matter of picking up a book and starting some prayers and you will open up that door that will help you. But don't, don't fret. Whatever you're looking for, as far as helping you financially, it's around the corner. And, you know, starting the 10th of this month, a lot of doors are going to open. But financially, you're not going to be doing well until December. The end of December, beginning of January. But it's only because of the way that your moon rises. The, your moon, the moon rises, and 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 um, and uh, and uh, the planet is in retrograde. So, just know that your doors are open, and you know you're on your way. But you don't don't take things so personal. This you in that aspect. I'm not even going to say you're like your mother, because technically you're like both your mother and your father. Your mother and your father has always have always been kind people. Um, life has made them become, you know, bitter in certain ways. But your mom always, your mom is one that has always liked people to like her. Not because she's trying to buy them or because she's kissing their butt. It's because she's always been that way. And... She's always been a good human being and a good person. And she always has been a good mother and a good provider. So you are like them. You are a very kind person. And like I telling you, your roads are open. Your roads are not closed. The only time your roads close is when you start thinking negative. When you start feeling these pity parties for yourself, like, I can't get a job. Or I don't know what's going on. Or maybe my girlfriend this. Or maybe my girlfriend that. Listen, you have no reason to be upset or to be sad or to be inconvenienced because you have somewhere to go. It's not like if you don't have somewhere to go, but you need to understand that when people start treating you, they take when people start taking your kindness for weakness, it's time to cut the apron string. Cut that string because you don't need friends like that. You will you are on a journey. And the and the weirdest part of it all is that you're a mixed child. You're Italian, but you're also Puerto Rican and Cuban. So you, to me, Italians are like, like Hispanics, you know? And you come from a mixed race, but you really don't. I mean, at the end of the day, you're a beautiful child. You're a beautiful man. You turned out to be an amazing human being. You're very much loved, at least this way. I know your mama loves you to death, and so does your father. And people that know you do, but there are some people that are jealous of who you are. So just keep in mind that jealousy is harder against men than it is against women. Just know that, okay? I'm throwing down. Anybody have a question? Come on, guys, because I'm I'm like, okay, try. Thank you so much. Oh, you're quite welcome. 
Anybody have a question? Because we got eight minutes to go. I have three cards here. And I'm waiting for somebody to come up and just claim this these three cards. If not, then I'm going to put it out there because I know that it, it's for someone to listen to. Francesco de Pinto. You're welcome, baby. Just know. Okay, listen, this, 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 this card is the five of cups that deals with family. The nine of clubs that deals with problems upcoming. You don't think you did. You did see it. Don't don't start second-guessing yourself. There are things in the sky. We just have to, if we look long enough, we will see them. We will see what's up there. So believe me, don't, don't doubt yourself. Now, the five of cups, it deals with family, and it deals with the importance of family. You know, I'm not going to tell you that if your family treats you like crap for you to go out of your way, and, and try to convince them to love you if they don't feel love for themselves. But family is important. And if you have a, a, uni, a, a united family, keep it that way. Forget about if they have a comment about someone that you're dating or they don't like the person you're talking to or they don't like, a, a, you know, if you decide today to smoke a blunt and they don't like the fact that you smoke, well, you break it down to them. I'm a grown person or I'm a, you know, whatever. And I'm, I'm of age and I just feel that I enjoy this. So I want to do what I enjoy. And if it offends you, I'm sorry, but that's not my intention. It's not about you. It's about me. You have to always do that with family because that's the only way that you're going to keep grace within the family. Now, the nine of clubs talks about things that are going to be happening soon. Things that are going to be happening. And I mean things like violent things that are going to be happening in New York, happening in California, um, happening in Texas. Uh, and in a lot of, uh, and a lot, and a lot of, uh, a lot of these, uh, states that actually have reservations on the state, you know, the native American, native Americans could not be killed off. So the 12 is a card of, of, of anger, but it's also a card of rebirth, okay? So it's telling you, it's telling people out there, the Native American race wasn't completely demolished. This generation that we live in now, these, these kids that are going to college, and they're educating themselves, they're learning their old languages, they're respecting their elders, even though in a lot of the... The nations, you know, of course, you know, what they learned here by the people that came from the, from, uh, you know, people that came from Europe, the, those alcoholics and the thieves and those rapists and all those people that, that just migrated into this country. Um, whatever idea they thought, they need to start rethinking because the Native Americans are growing again. The nations are growing. Children, their children, their, 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 their children, their children's children, their grandchildren, their great-grandchildren, they're growing. 
And these tribes are starting to unite again. And there are, there are Native Americans that are on television and Native Americans that are singers and Native Americans that go to college and they have platforms and they perform and they go to people go to powwow so they become popular. They're not just about powwows, they're about life. So that message is for people to understand that as the Native Americans, as the Hispanics, as the black race continues to grow and unfold, the Karens of the world will always try to create problems, okay? So I just want you to know that. It is 9.56. I'm going to let you go just a couple of minutes early. I want to wish you all light and love like I always do. Be blessed, be happy, be cordial to one another, and love yourself because if you don't love yourself, who's going to love you? You have to love yourself, love who you are, and if you don't like who you are and you don't love who you are, then change it because only you have the power to change it. And remember, live life to the fullest. Be happy, be merry. Fill your heart and your mind with love and let everything else go. Angry people will always be angry people. You're not an angry person. Keep moving forward. You are beautiful people, and I look forward to speaking to you next Monday. Peace. Corey Commercial.